episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Well, Ted, my name's Nev. It's uh, great to meet you, brother. Oh, good. Great to meet you, too. Yeah, awesome, man. Awesome. Thanks for joining us on the show, of course. The new Amon Amarth album, The Great Heathen Army, comes out on August 5, and it's a great fucking record, man. It's really heavy, and I think it's one of the best Amon Amarth albums yet. Um, do you think that's due to being forged in the fires of the apocalypse, if you if you will? You know, how much did that come into yeah. that? Yeah, I think that that could be a, has a lot to do with it. You know, this yeah. uh, this last couple of years uh, was pretty crazy for for us or for the whole world. And and uh, I mean, we uh, uh, we took a lot of inspiration from uh, from the fact, you know, that everything was fucked up. You know, it gave us mm-hmm. anger and energy for the new album, and and we also had a lot of extra time to actually make an album really, really well thought through and, and uh, we had time to polish all the details. So it, was, uh, yeah, it feels like a super solid album. We we're super happy with this one. You should be, dude. It's so good. <laughs> I was cranking it at the gym. I was cranking it at work. You know, I was. Uh, it's it's good yeah. for all. Okay. Driving, got a little bit crazy yeah. with driving though, a little too heavy on the pedal, but it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good for all occasions. But uh, obviously, you know, when you started working on it, the world had changed quite drastically. But when you went into it, what were the biggest obstacles that you guys were facing in regards to making it? Well, actually, that's the fun part because the corona, for example, didn't really change our way how we write and and, and do music. You know, the it's the we were cut short on the Berserker touring. So we were like in the middle of touring for the last album, the Berserker. And, and that was kind of like what fucked everything up. So financially, it was a a bit of a hassle, of course, but the way we write music in Sweden, we didn't have like super tight, uh, you know, the Corona restriction was not very hard. So we were able to go on with our, uh, music writing progress just the way we always done. And uh, when we were ready for the studio, the world already started open up again a little bit. So we were able to, to go to England to record the album. But we had the, the, the issue with the, this one was that we were, we wanted to have Andy Sneep to, to record the album, but yeah. he was uh, busy with Judas Priest. So we were looking to go back to US again for this album and uh, but it was impossible to be able to get the visas and the travel restrictions. So we had to cancel that. And then uh, Andy Sneep got, got free from Judas Priest for a while because of, a, of a, the heart attack. So um, yeah, uh, not, not, not his heart attack, but no, no, no. Uh, that. Yeah, so, yeah. so then, he, then he was free all of a sudden. So we called him and, and said, hey, now when you're free, do you have time for us? And he said, yeah, hell yeah. Um, he was stuck in his house in the Corona anyway, so and he's he's got his studio there, so he was he was ready to to record an album with us. You know, Snape's the best, hey. Like, not only he's really good at what he does, but he's also just a really good dude. Like, 
Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's a he's a fantastic guy. We we enjoy it so much when we're over there recording with him. It's a, and this time really, you know, we were working early morning to late evening, like seven days a week. We were really like working hard on this album. It was we had so much fun. But how you know having fun is one thing, but does he crack the whip sometimes? Can he be a bit of a hard ass where he's like, "All right, guys, we're going to do this take again," or or you know, no, I mean, he's very, yeah, it's, it has to be perfect. So, you know, he, yeah. he will make you take, take it over and over again until he's happy with it. But, but not, not in a, not in a way that we're just like the whip is on. It's, it's more like in a friendly way. We, we always, both, both parts are aiming for the, for the best production mm. possible. So, I mean, we're all in it for the same reason. So it's, it's not like, you feeling oh fuck he's he's an asshole pushing me it's the other it's the other way around you know yeah make sure this sounds great you know that's it that's it and man i gotta say the guitar and bass tone on is sick so good yeah yeah, yeah. i'm really happy with the sound it's really we got this raw heavy Mm. you know coming from the last album where we had a bit more heavy metal influence on the on the strings this this time we have we aim for more uh, old, a little bit backed, more harsh, you know, raw guitars and bass. So I think we really managed to, to, to get that. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent, man. And, you know, as I mentioned before, it's like, it's, it's really heavy, but it's got, still got those catchy melodies and, and the crowd chanting moments, you know, when it starts writing that stuff, when it comes to writing that stuff, I should say, do you guys map that out? Like, do you have go in with a plan? And go, okay, we need to have this here and this here, or does it just sort of flow naturally? Most of the time, it flows naturally because we write the stuff we like to listen to ourselves, and and that is exactly that. You know, we want to have those catchy parts, and we want to have the heavy chugs and all that. But of course, when you write a song, you you do have in mind. Uh, kind of like the live situation or how is this going to come out on album or, or live, you know, what's the best, maybe if we tweak it this way, we make the chorus one more time here to get really the chant going with the audience and things like that. So you, you have a, you have like a live situation in your head when you write the songs, but in general, we, we write whatever we like and that's what ends up on the album. Man, there's some moments on this album, I, I swear. No spoilers, but it's going to be so good live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So good, man. Sure. Like, oh, dude, there was one. I was I was at work, <laughs> the old day job, and I was like, there's... Oh, man. I don't even want to spoil it, but it's just there's this one moment that I was like, man, I can't wait to hopefully be there in the crowd and they play this, and it's like so yeah. confident, man. <laughs> just you yeah, wait, yeah, guys. Well, we're... I have the same thing, you know. I, I want to play this in front of a crowd because that's that's where you get all the energy from mm. back from. Uh, because when we write the song and the audience enjoys it, that gives us everything back, you know, hundred percent back. It's so so much fun for us to play those songs. Man, you've been doing this a long time. You've been there from the beginning, and you played hundreds, yeah. of, probably thousands of shows. Do you yeah. still get that feeling that you know the? The, the hair standing back on your on the back of your neck and the, the butterflies in your stomach, you know, metal butterflies. Yeah, yeah it, you know, like it's, it's still no, no, it's it's still there for sure. You know, it's it's really uh, 
even though you, you might think, you know, it's, it's, uh, gets boring after a while, but it really doesn't, you know, the, what's boring is everything around, mm. you know, before the show, the travel and the sound checks and, uh, whatnot, you know, but once you get up on stage, you're still thrilled, you know, you're still got that adrenaline, you know, when, when you're waiting, you know, the minutes before you go on, you prepare everything, you can hear the crowd and, it's it's still like the same feeling I have when I'm in front of the stage, you know, watching my favorite bands. I, I have the same, it's this similar uh, feeling, you know, even though I'm on stage now, but it's it's the same, it's the same uh, experience. Man, if you could bottle it, hey, if you could bottle that feeling, you'd be billionaire. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, would, it would be the most addictive drug ever. I know, right? It's the best, best thing in the world. And I've only done it on, you, not on your scale, but, you know, I, I get a kick out of it. I, I love it, you know. But, uh, yeah. you know, the, the video for uh, Getting the Ring is is pretty amazing with the Viking Mad Max apocalypse. I mean, being in Australia, Mad Max, you know, come on, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we don't all live like that, only some of us. Um, but you got Eric Redbeard in the video, which you wrote the song for, right? That's his theme. Yeah. Yeah, well, at least we we aim to do like a walk-in song for him. I'm not sure if he, if he's going to use it or not, but we just became friends over the years because he's a big metalhead, and we've been talking about doing something, you know, for him. He wanted to have something, and we said as soon as we have something that we think fit, yeah, hell, we we're up for it. So we we wrote this song, and then we thought this is going to be perfect for this thing, and then the lyrics is all about you know wrestling and kind of like that fighting thing and and uh then we asked him if he wanted to join the video and he said yeah sure so we we managed to do the whole package you know have him a song for him with him in the video and lyrics about him so it's yeah it was great fun the wrestling world and metal world i guess wrestling and then all the nerdy stuff you know and and metal yeah. seems to cross over in lots of different ways you know what i mean it's it, it's yeah you know, I guess we will. No, it, it is, it is, it it is that way. I mean, I, I can, I can uh, see it all the time. You know, the the how how they, in you know, go into each other in, in a way. You know, metalheads or they like certain things, and uh, you know, and and we 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 use that opportunity to to get our you know ourselves in to those places too, because we're also fans of all this stuff. You know, wrestling. We grew up with that, so that's awesome you know you see him red beard with different metal shirts on the on, on tv you know that yeah. really gives you the yeah feels feels awesome it's everywhere dude and you know talking about obviously you know you know the nerdy stuff <laughs> like uh you know we've got uh you know you recently did the video game for um where you contributed berserker to the iron maiden game legacy of the beast which is fucking yeah. huge you know, and then, yeah. you know, was how was that? Like, that would have been a mad experience having the character in the video game. Yeah, I mean, we're all, in our band, we grew up with our maiden, and a huge fan. So it was an honor to to have our character in their games. You know, we were super excited and was so so much fun playing and seeing, seeing the Berserker in next to Eddie in a game that's like... Uh, that's a dream come true, you know, as a metalhead, you know, and as a fan of our maiden, that's, uh, you know, it doesn't get much better than that. Nah, man, that's pretty awesome. That's 
that's pretty damn awesome. And you know, there's also the video for uh, uh, the title track where the kids are playing the board game as well. Yeah, that's really cool. Is there any plans to maybe expand on that? Because take my money right now, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, there, there is there are some uh, we got some ideas. You know, nothing nothing confirmed yet, but hopefully we can we can do something out of that too. You know, that's the yeah that is definitely on the list. And if we if it's possible, we will we will do something with it. It looked it looked really cool, really really cool, yeah. dude. You make a zillion bucks doing that because we, as I said, <laughs> us nerdy dudes love metal and nerdy things like board games. I guess it's, yeah. not nerdy. it's for everyone, but I'm part of that. Too. Yeah, no, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of board games myself. So, are you a Warhammer dude, or yeah, what's um, your well, I. I, I was Warhammer when I was younger, but not so much nowadays. Now it's more classic board games of different sorts. You know, I always try to find new games whenever I can. There's, there's so many different board games out there. I know it's it's a uh, fucking thousands of them. <laughs> Usually, you only see those classic ones, Monopoly and the stuff. But there's there's a huge movement with just uh, different board games out there. If you know where to look. Oh, do you know what'd be cool? A Monomath Monopoly. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. See? Yeah. See? Take take all the money. Take all the money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh of course, I mean, you've got some kick ass tours coming up with Machine Head in Europe in September. And you're also hitting the the road with probably one of the best fucking death metal tour packages I've ever seen. Carcass, uh decap- cattle decapitation and obituary. Dude, I'm so yeah. ju- that is huge. Yeah, that, that that's a pretty pretty massive package for sure. I mean, it's it's like the best of the best, and it's kind of diverse too. So it's uh, that's gonna be awesome. I think it's gonna be packed houses and for every show, and, and will be tons of fun because now we're just this this is gonna be the first two first two tours for after the corona. So everybody everybody's gonna be excited too. So hopefully that will be a great success. Man. Like both those two, man, I just wish I could just sell my house and come on a big adventure. I'll say that really <laughs> quiet so she doesn't hear. No, but um, yeah. hopefully we'll see you down in Australia. Is there plans to come back down here and drink our beers and battle across, across our country? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, that's totally on the plan. We have nothing confirmed yet, though, but we were we were uh, aiming to go there already for Berserker, but as you know, the, mm. our touring was cut short, so we missed a lot of of the touring for that one. So we definitely need to, to catch up with uh, Australia and, and Asia in general. And, and uh, yeah, we, we, we just managed to do the main markets for last album. We did the Europe and US, and then we just started on South America when, when shit hit the fan. So yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're eager to get out and, and play the rest of the world. Man, I, I can't wait, but you know, you got your big sets now and they seem to be getting bigger and bigger. Like you've yeah. got, like you've had the boat, you've had that big, massive helmet with the flames coming out. Like, uh, what is there something that you got cooking up for to top that for this tour? Well, I I couldn't tell you because then I would have to kill you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but we we got we got some new plans for for <laughs> sure. We we always we always have new ideas in in the works. So yeah, there will be some new stuff for for this season too. Awesome, awesome man. Well, uh, what else you got coming up for the rest of the year apart from the tour, man? Any any uh, spoilers? Anything else you can drop? No, uh, 
I mean, we start touring soon, like early September, and and after that, there will be just touring for the rest of the rest of the year. So we've been we've been uh, resting enough now. Now it's time to get to work, get on that big Viking boat and take over the world again. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Well, Ted, it's been awesome hanging out with you on this show, brother. You know, uh, the new Amonomath album, The Great Heathen Army, is out on August 5. We'll have all the links down here. You take care of yourself. You and the boys have a safe tour, and uh, we will see you very soon, I hope. Yes, I hope so, too. Awesome, I'm man. looking forward to meet meet everybody again. Yeah, dude. Hey, we'll keep the beers nice and cold for you, all right? Awesome.